0: Here's the thing, though, I feel like if you were not raised in New York City, or I'll say, because I don't want to, you know, uh, be, what is it called, um, biased, right? Maybe you were, didn't grow up in an inner city in whatever state you're from, you will never know the pain of going somewhere in here and hearing, the grill's not on. Like, oh, okay. it's not hot. Like, you'll right. never know that pain, because what that means is that you can't get the sandwich that you want. Welcome back to your favorite podcast and clueless. My name is Alyssa David. We have Marvin Castillo here. Marvin, say what's up to the people.
1: What's up, family?
0: And we are jumping into episode seven. I almost forgot the episode. I literally almost forgot what episode We've been doing
1: this for a while now, huh?
0: Yeah, we're on episode seven. I can't believe we're on episode seven. That's crazy to me. Um, And we're just excited to be back with another week of podcasting, Mm -hmm. talking, having good conversation. Um, And so, Marvin, how's your week been?
1: My week has been great. Um, Long week at work, um, but, but, you know, making that money, exciting. And uh, I can't complain. It was a good week.
0: Long as in, like long days hard days like what do you mean
1: um i would say some days were long okay. um we are talking about like 12 hours long Yikes. day yeah that's a uh, day. and some days were just long even though it was your regular normal eight hour shift so that makes any sense
0: yeah Jeez. okay wow well i got something that i feel like will make your week or day maybe a little better i got this okay. email randomly okay i don't know how but uh Someone named Carlos, shout out to Carlos, emailed me, and he said, hello, how's it going? Hope all is well. I have some cool information that might interest you. Your podcast, An Coolest, has good performance in Apple podcast rankings in the last 30 days. Wow. Our position is 42 in the category careers in Nigeria.
1: Wow. What the frick?
0: Who the heck is listening in Nigeria? Shout, Shout out, to, out
1: you. to you guys listening in Nigeria, guys. Oh,
0: that is so dope! I was caught so far. Wow. I was like, what? So we're number forty-two in the subject careers, uh, in Nigeria. So there's people listening in Nigeria.
1: Shout out to Nigeria. That definitely just, I mean, wow! That's uh, who? Who was it, Carlos? You said Carlos. Carlos,
0: yeah, Carlos. The one Shout one out of
1: to guys. Carlos for the for the information. Uh, yeah. That big news, and I mean, hey, if you guys are listening now. Shout out to you guys in Nigeria. We love you guys. And we got so much more in store. And hey, this just seems worldwide kind of, huh?
0: That's crazy, yeah. he ended the email by saying happy podcasting. So happy podcasting to you too, Carlos.
1: Happy podcasting. I need to email
0: him back. I didn't email him back because it just caught me so off guard. I got that email Sunday afternoon after church. I was at a place with my friends and I was eating. Um, And I just am like, what is this email that I just got? And yeah. in Nigeria, number 42 in the category Careers, pretty insane. We also have people listening in Germany, by the way. I no checked way. this out. Yeah, we have people in Germany, I guess in Nigeria, and then the U.S. And, I mean, maybe there's people listening somewhere else. If you're listening right. from maybe a place we didn't mention, right. go ahead and let us know. Maybe comment on our Instagram.
1: Right. Let us that's, know. Yeah, that's what I would say. Like, comment. I mean, let us know where you guys are listening from. Yeah. This is awesome news, and, I mean, it's, it's kind of dope to even hear that it's sort of worldwide right is out there yeah, out the that's country so
0: crazy i was literally taken aback um and i thought about texting you, but i was like no i'm gonna tell him on the podcast i'm gonna tell him yeah. on the podcast yeah. so shout out to nigeria shout out to germany shout out to the us and anywhere else that you may be listening from let us know but that's good news hopefully that makes your week a little better um because yeah people are listening in nigeria we're we're literally talking to someone in nigeria right
1: now well that's awesome hopefully one day we could Meet you guys, and hey, maybe you guys will be on the podcast as well. Anything hey. any that'll be dope,
0: that'll be dope. Um, so here's the thing, Marvin. I wanted to kind of start off the podcast aside from the news. I wanted to start off with a question, okay, for you. Yeah, uh, I think we usually start off with a question of some sort. Um, and so my question to you is obviously, you are in the uh, restaurant business career as of right now. And that's something that you want to, as Mm -hmm. we put on Instagram, if you don't follow us on Instagram, underscore, underscore, and Clueless, you would know this. Mm -hmm. One of your uh, aspiring career goals is to open up a restaurant of your own, correct?
1: Correct, yeah.
0: Okay, so my question to you is this, Now, I'm not trying to crush your dream, not by any (laughs) means, but (laughs) if, if you couldn't open a restaurant, but you were guaranteed success in any other career field, Mm. what career field would you choose?
1: Oof, man, you always hit me with these serious questions.
0: I'm just saying, I'm trying to get you to think a little bit.
1: Um. So so you're basically saying I'm, I'm guaranteed success.
0: Guaranteed success. Like, I mean, you will be successful. You will make good money. I'm not yeah. saying you're going to be a millionaire, but yeah. you're definitely going to have like good money. You're going to support your family. You're going to have a nice house, nice cars. You're mm-hmm. going to be successful. People are going to know your name.
1: Okay, but it's not going to be... In the restaurant business. I'm sorry. I'm not not saying that. I speak nothing but
0: blessings (laughs) over your future restaurant business. But in a hypothetical world, if it couldn't be the restaurant business, what would it be?
1: Man, if it couldn't be in a restaurant business, what would it be? That's tough. He's
0: really thinking. Guys, remember, we don't practice. We don't. That's tough. Yeah, we don't, we don't practice like, at all. Like, this is straight up. We don't put questions raw. out there. This is in the moment. Yep.
1: We don't We don't practice with our guests. We don't practice with anything. Everything yep. is raw, straightforward, I straight shooter. I don't
0: know him the questions I'm
1: going to ask him. Um, so, yeah, so guys, this is really me. Like, it's I can't believe right she right done right hit right. me with it. I feel like I got hit with a bag of nickels. I'm like, dang, <laughs> I don't know how to answer this. Um, I, I guess I'm, I'm just thinking I'm, you know, as honest as I can be with myself. I've always... Growing up, I there was one thing that I always wanted to do, mm-hmm. and I knew that without, you know, no question, and it didn't happen. And it, and mm-hmm. that one thing that didn't happen, eventually you just keep living, right? You keep working. yeah. And then the next thing that I knew, it was this whole restaurant thing.
0: Okay. I think so, I might know what you're going to say, but I it would you wanna, catch me You want to give
1: it a shot? You want to give it a shot? Ah,
0: because I, I hate being wrong, <laughs> though. That's the question. But I'll give it a shot. I could, but I don't know, because it's kind of weird to say guaranteed success in this field, but I'm going to just go with it. The military. I mean, I'm,
1: it's a, oh, I, um, because no, I feel actually, like that was
0: something that was on your head a while, but I feel yeah. like that's hard to say. You're going to get guaranteed success in the military. I mean, I guess that means you just have tons of medals and awards.
1: Um, I guess if you guarantee success, I guess. Like I what mean, does that look to, like in the military? In the military? Well, one, that wasn't it, but. Um, definitely, I guess success in the military would be, and I guess I wouldn't, I I could only answer this or I would have known for sure once I'm actually, you know, if I was in the military, I definitely know people, um, like family and friends and stuff, but I would say, I guess that would mean success would mean possibly that I'm known in the military or have a very high position. Um, I would, I would say maybe success would mean that in the military that, um, You know, I'm respected by many high ranking. I um, just feel like
0: when you think of success in the military, right? Like you would have to be like a war hero. And that's not like a fun life because like those people have like broken bones, have been held hostage. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I I think of like the most successful, well-known people in the military. It's like, yeah, this guy was held hostage and didn't give any of America's secrets up and still stood strong came back with 20 broken bones like i don't i, know mean, if I, want I
1: don't I, I don't really oh, man it's crazy because uh you know there's a lot of movies a lot of stories and, and there's a lot of things that you hear about people who got these medals and all that stuff i wouldn't call it a success i mean i guess people would know your name Mm-hmm. But at the cost of what, like your leg, or maybe your best friend that you went to the military. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't mean this in a bad way. Yeah, I'm not trying to um, disrespect myself I don't mean this. Like, I did I don't not think, think... I think that, that was going to be the reaction. Maybe, maybe we should just but... stop.
0: Shout out <laughs> all the war heroes. We're not trying to disrespect you. You're great. You're amazing. Thank you so much for what you do, Marvin. What was the career you were gonna talk?
1: Okay. about? Okay, okay. Shout out to everybody. Obviously, uh, you know who went to the military and and who's still there now. We appreciate you. And yes. you know, you guys are the brave ones, yes. Okay, but what I would have chosen, uh, would have been to be a professional baseball player.
0: I should have known that this. that definitely would have been, yeah, that one. definitely
1: would have been, um, I would, uh, something that I've always wanted growing up. I did get a chance to play, I feel like it was a little too late. I got a chance to play once I hit high school, it would have been nice to do that younger. Mm. Um, and obviously, to be successful there, definitely. Not just known, yeah, but I mean, definitely, I would have been able to take care of my family, like. Yeah. And, you know, kids would have been in college, just. Yeah, they would have been set. Set, you know, like. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Some, You know, I think having a platform, you get so many opportunities, or you can give other people an opportunities um, in businesses and stuff like that. So that would have been my other uh, path, especially if it's automatic success. Yeah, no question. Dope,
0: dope, dope. We need to get a baseball player on here. Like someone who's in the, what is that, like AAA? Right. It's like uh, it's I mean, like AAA starting. would be
1: right before. Well, you got Single A, then you got Double A, See, and then you got Triple A. Oh,
0: so. I didn't even know it went down that far.
1: Yeah, wow,
0: I thought Triple A and then the majors. Nah, oh, Triple A okay. is
1: the one right before the majors. So um,
0: someone in the minor leagues, we need to get them on here. Here, kind of what that process is like. That's 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 go, a term, yeah. right? The minor leagues.
1: Yeah, it's called the minor leagues. Like, yeah, yeah, it's called like the minor basketball leagues.
0: Basketball's more my thing.
1: And if you guys are listening, you know somebody. Tell them. Hey, we love to have them here.
0: Yep, let us know. We'll hit them up. We'll have a good conversation, and we'll get them on here. Okay. But okay, so it would have been baseball.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and obviously, you would have played for the Yankees, right? That's your favorite team. No
1: or question. Or you would have
0: wanted to play for the Yankees. It, it doesn't – I would have you know? wanted
1: to. I would have wanted to, um, No, like hands down. I don't. If, if that would have not happened, I mean, I'm not going to say, yeah, I'm going to not play baseball because obviously it can still happen maybe. What if you would have been drafted to the Red Sox, though? Yeah, I don't know about
0: that. You would have gave up baseball?
1: That's tough, too, because it's like I I probably would have did everything in my power to make sure I played amazingly well and then be like, I don't want to be in this team. And hopefully they'd be like, fine, you don't got to be here, and then send me somewhere else. All
0: right, all right. Well, thank you for letting us know that, putting us in there (laughs) to see uh, what you would have done. And the reason that I asked that question is because I feel like Usually when we do these intro questions, it kind of leads into who our guest is going to be mm-hmm. uh, for that day. Um, but I feel like today's guest is hard to pinpoint a career to Because they have their hands In a bunch of different things Not a bad so, thing
1: Not a bad thing No that's
0: not a bad thing at all That's yeah. an amazing thing And I think yeah. that that's something That like I can relate to In the sense of like There's a lot of things That interest me And a lot of things That I want to do And a lot of things That I have you know my hand in. you as well right You're trying to do The restaurant thing You're mm-hmm. doing podcasts Right now mm-hmm. You know you're super Into fashion Who knows The, the uh, sky is the limit But right. I just heard something The other day That it's like There's something past the sky So I'm going to go with like space is the limit right whatever's
1: infinity out there yeah Yeah,
0: infinity is the limit and so yeah i just wanted to ask that because i feel like we all have multiple interests we all have multiple things that we love and the reality is is that it could go any way right Mm -hmm. say if you started baseball sooner or if maybe you just stuck to baseball you could have been doing that you could have been doing so many other things and this person kind of has that mindset Mm -hmm. um, but they're trying to do it all and so Without further ado, would you guys help me welcome Jonathan Vasquez to the podcast?
2: What up? What up? First of all, I want to say what up to the people of Nigeria. That is hey. insane. You How go, crazy is out. that? Yeah, Shout out to the people of Nigeria. That is shout nuts. I'm people. over here feeling like crazy when you announce that news, I'm like, that's crazy.
0: <laughs> that's insane. Right? Nigeria. Yeah. I, mean, all, like, I, I wouldn't have thought that at all. Like I wouldn't have thought that.
2: Hey, but you got an international that, audience. That's incredible.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, I'm super excited about that. John, that's crazy. Cause it's like, I know it was just a statement. Shout out to the people in Nigeria. That's what we call the people that listen to our podcast is the people. We are mm-hmm. for the, people. the people shout out gotcha. to the people,
2: like, shout out to the people. people, the people.
0: Exactly. The people in Nigeria, the people in the U S the people in Germany. Shout out to you guys. You guys are amazing. John, you have a podcast of your own and you are now on our <laughs> podcast. How does it feel to be on the other side of the podcast? <laughs>
2: I'm not gonna lie. I thought I was more prepared than I was, but uh, but but it it is pretty nerve wracking, you know. Especially yep. me waiting here in, in the hinges, trying not to make any noise um, before, <laughs> before before jumping on. But uh, but it definitely I I, I kind of like I kind of like being on the other side of it. It's, it's a yep. little bit. It's definitely pressure, but it's it's a different kind of pressure.
0: That's cool. I'm sure it gives you a little more pressure than the fact that we don't give you any questions beforehand. We don't let you know the structure. We kind of just like John come and talk, and we'll we'll kind of have a good conversation and vibe.
2: Oh, I, I, absolutely. That that's that kind of scared me at first. I'm just like, I don't know what I'm walking into here, but I'm ready to go. I'll make sure I'll make sure my Wi-Fi is going, and and that's that's all I can do to prepare.
0: There we go. Shout out to John. He was so willing to come on. I said, Hey, John, do you want to be on the podcast? It. Yeah. Here's the day, and he said yes, and he didn't ask no questions. He just hopped on. His thing, <laughs> so here we are. But John, before we jump into all the different things that you do. We're gonna play something here. Uh, it's kind of like a game slash activity, if you will, that we kind of uh, do almost every week. we kind of switched it up every now and then, but this one's pretty consistent and I feel like it gets the people to know uh, the guest a little more. So we're gonna play something called Rapid Fire and pretty much we're gonna give you questions. I'm gonna ask you a bunch of questions and you gotta answer with the first thing on your mind. Like you don't have minutes to think about it. You don't even have seconds, if you will. The first thing that comes to your head, that's what you say. Um, no and if it's wild, we'll just cut it out of the podcast. No big deal.
1: Okay. <laughs>
2: so uh, only the strong
1: survive these games.
0: Only the strong survive. John. Oh
2: boy, we'll, we'll see how resilient I am. <laughs> <laughs> so are you ready? I'm ready.
0: I'm gonna ask you the question I just asked Marvin. If you were guaranteed success in any career you wanted, which career path would you choose?
2: Oh, it's gotta be a it's gotta be a baseball player. I, I feel oh, like oh you too. I, I, yeah, I, I feel I. It's funny because once once he asked Marvin that, I almost knew I almost knew the answer he was he was gonna give. Um, really? but yeah, I was, I was kind of the same way in, um, as Marvin, except I don't know how, what Marvin's skill level was, but I know it probably was better than mine, um, uh, <laughs> back back in high school. So, um, so funny story growing up, um, my, my parents had me in little league as a kid. And instead of, I used to play left field, but instead of going for the ball, I was picking dandelions from the ground. <laughs> oh, and, uh, oh, and, my, and my grandfather yeah. used to yell at me from the sidelines, Hey, like, Hey, how about you stop picking flowers and keep your eye on the ball? <laughs> and That's so ever true. since that, my parents decided it was a waste of money and um, and took me out of little league. And I didn't start again until freshman year of high school.
0: Gotcha.
2: And so started playing then, and then um, you know had the dream of being a MLB uh, MLB player, and then I quickly got shut down and I could not hit the ball. Oh boy! Gotcha. So
0: okay, okay, I mean, yeah, it would definitely be a baseball be player. Everything. Yeah. Right. I was exactly. Checking. We can't be hey, they anything.
1: uh they got they got a position where you could like you know parks some parks have nice little flower gardens and all that yeah like, hey, <laughs> yeah i would have been a good be stadium gardener out. there you go <laughs> yeah or you could be
2: like
0: the bat boy don't they go out and grab the bat after the guy hits <laughs> him? that's
2: that, that's true i mean honestly anything have. to get the jersey on you know exactly you I think you fun,
0: uh, you're better a fan than a player
2: yeah f- fun fact i was actually was captain of my baseball team which is what i like to reveal on dates but I won't tell them whether or not i started or not so you know you i won't captain. tell them i was good i was captain so i like to bring that out first then wow. you know if we go to second and third then i reveal i was actually on the bench but you, hopefully yeah. that any prospects Wait, are not listening to this
0: were you captain solely based off of like age and grade
2: Not. i, skill? I think <laughs> I, I think based on morale so they told me you know we like your style we like who you are as a person which is a compliment i was honored humble um <laughs> and, and we want and you know we think your demeanor you know brings you know I guess I don't know if the vibes was the word they used back then but brings mm. good vibes to the team. And, good leadership, um, and, good leadership. Yeah, good lead. There you go. Good we leadership great, and, leader. and, and maybe I not on a great encouragement. Maybe honest, not on the field, but yeah, exactly. I guess yeah. the character showed more than the skill. Right. Um, everyone's, but um,
0: everyone's got to play a role.
2: There you go. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, hey, I got I got a jersey. I uh, I, I I I was ready when my number was called. Whether or not there I got go. hit the ball, that was a different story, but.
0: There you go. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Thanks for that, John. Thanks for putting yourself out there, too. You didn't have to tell me you were bad, but
1: you did. <laughs> Shout oh, yeah. I know. Oh, keeping it real. We appreciate
0: the authenticity. All right. Moving on. So, would you rather free plane tickets or free food?
2: Ooh, free plane tickets.
0: Wow. Okay. I'm
2: going to have to go free food. Anywhere
0: you go, free food. I'm taking that.
1: Oh, that's yeah. true. That's a good point. Marvin, what about you? Yeah, no doubt. I'm not going to like, Free food. I'd like to take the plane ticket and then I go over there and not be able to afford nothing to eat. So I'm definitely thinking of food.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'll pay the plane. I'll pay the plane ticket as right. long as I can eat, whatever <laughs> right. I want, that'd right. be exactly All inclusive. All inclusive. All right. If you had to make someone you personally know president, who would it be?
2: Ooh, oh gosh, that's tough. <laughs> um, it's the top of your head. I it's literally can't cool. think of somebody off the top of my head. Like, Yikes. Who I respect the most, I guess. I guess you could say Pastor Dan, and so I don't wow. know if he will be willing to be president. but that's like wow. the first person that came on on my head. I'm just shout in, out to John's friends. He still loves y'all.
0: Yeah, shout I, out I, to John's I, friends and family. I,
2: <laughs> yeah, I love y'all. Maybe Kurt. Maybe Kurt will make a good president.
0: No, no, you right. um, you've already chosen. You've already chosen.
2: Yeah, he. he, yeah. he he's already trying try to, to backtrack now.
1: He's trying to back <laughs> Kurt. is over. He said, he said, Pastor Dan."
0: Kurt, you're a good second, good vice president.
1: Vice president, there
2: you go. Yeah, be good vice president
0: all right okay a lot of people have said their sister
1: yeah i was i was waiting for that
0: i was waiting for that to see yeah. but, you but kept the, the difference that i realized i feel like john's sister is still very young both of them and all the other people that we've asked their sisters are like grown adults so mm. maybe if we would have asked him this in years to come he would changed. but yeah, everyone maybe, else so far has said their sister
2: yeah that's interesting yeah.
0: yeah it's crazy hopefully andre comes on and says me too <laughs> All right, if you, uh, one Avenger has to go, John.
1: Oof.
0: Off the top Hawkeye. of your head, this Avenger has to go.
1: Oh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye, fast. That was super oh, fast. Oh, that was super fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean,
2: he's like, he's like pretty much useless. Oh. That's my yeah, step, bro. Not, 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 they're useless, but like, you, you can just fling arrows compared to the other ones. Like, if I had to John, lose one.
0: That's kind of crazy. Because you just said, like, how everyone has a role on the baseball team, and you got well, to be nah, captain, to get, and you didn't crazy. even hit the ball, and now you, now you're telling him, him he's useless. That's crazy. Yeah.
2: B- but I wouldn't even argue on keeping him based off morale. He's got to go. Uh- <laughs> <That's
1: crazy. laughs> didn't he suffering enough with his family being? Take no, sure. Sorry, My sorry, goodness.
2: bro. Sorry, bro. All
0: right, John. I just got a couple more questions for you. So, yeah, midnight bodega run. If you Ooh, go to the min- the bodega, like right now, it's mid. Well, not not right now. At midnight, we're not talking at midnight.
1: Twenty-four hour spot.
0: Yep, twenty-four hour spot. You go. What are you getting? Like, what is your, on your list?
2: I just have an important question. Is is the kitchen? Is the kitchen going? Is the stove on? Twenty-four hours.
0: Grill's still on.
2: Grill's still hot. All right. All right. Perfect. Okay. So I am grabbing first a bag of sour patch. Okay. Mm. Either assorted or watermelon, whatever they got.
0: Ooh, watermelon's um, fire.
2: Then watermelon is good. So if they have watermelon, I'll ro- I'll rock with that. I'll grab a bottle of water, you know, to kind of equal to eat, like to kind of balance it out a bit, yeah. and um, and then I'm getting a chicken cutlet sandwich Ooh. on a roll on a, on a toasted roll, yeah, with lettuce, tomatoes, barbecue sauce, and mozzarella cheese. Wow!
0: Wow! wow. That that, that is sounds
2: amazing. good right now.
0: Yeah, that sounds amazing. I need to get I need to get to New York sounds City good. right now. Here's the thing though, I feel like if you were not raised in New York City, or I'll say because I don't want to, you know be what is it called um bias right maybe you didn't grow up in an inner city in whatever state you're from you will never know the pain of going somewhere in here and the grill's not on like Um, it's not hot like you'll never know that pain because what that means is that you can't get the sandwich that you want like you you're either limited to like cold cut sandwich or limited to like whatever is just right. in the store, bag of chips or whatever. Oof. You will never know that pain if you've never been to a bodega, either in New York City or maybe there's other cities that have that yep. same vibe. Yeah, you'll never know the pain of that. So, the,
2: for those the worst of you heartbreak you, you'll ever feel.
0: Oh my God, it's the worst. It is literally the worst, especially when you've been thinking about it. Mm. Like, oh, I know exactly what I want. You get there and they're like, yeah, the girl's not on.
1: You got a deal for like a little croissant, Be like, can you at least warm it up or something in the microwave,
2: please?
0: Okay. Something. John, I, I mess with your bodega list. I, I can get down with that. I actually have never had that it. sandwich, but I'm going to do it now. Mozzarella oh, cheese I, and barbecue?
2: Yeah, I used to I used to get it all the time. Actually off, um, I mean, not, only New Yorkers are going to know this, but if you go off Fresh Pond, the bodega that used to be, um, right? I forgot. It's, I think it's called Super Bodega, something like that. But they make a really good one. It's, a, hmm. it's on 69-something. Okay. So when you're back in town, definitely hit them up.
1: Yep, yeah, that's where I'm going. All right.
2: I'll definitely go and check that out.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Marvel's still in New York City, so he could do it. That's facts. All right, John, what is your biggest irrational fear?
2: Ooh, drops. Is that irrational? Drops.
0: Like raindrops?
2: No, no, drop top. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm but, um, <laughs> <laughs> um like, like you know, like free falls. I do not like that. Like mm. that feeling oh. you get in your heart.
0: I wish this is a video <laughs> podcast because the, all of our faces
2: we were like, drops? <laughs> like, I do not like free, free falls. I'll get on a roller coaster, but I won't get on a free fall. Yeah,
1: I agree.
0: Mm. Okay. I can do those. I actually like oh, those. They're a little scary, but I can do it. Okay. I respect it. I mean I understand. It's like your body's leaving your I mean your soul's leaving your body. I get it. <laughs> yes. Okay. One food has to go. No one can ever have this food again. It leaves earth.
2: Oof. I'm already I'm already scared to answer this. Be wise. Be wise.
0: It, just say it but as long as you don't say two things, I'm okay.
2: Oh, oh, like oh, like so I can choose anything? Yeah.
0: Anything in the world, yeah.
2: Okay. Oh, okay. I, I think th- you're gonna give you like four options. They, but you're removing,
1: you know removing it from no, everyone and not making, be able to. Off have the it. top of okay. your head, this
0: is the food that has to leave Earth. No one ever can have it again. Like okay. not just you, nobody.
2: Olives? I, I, I,
0: olives. I respect that.
1: You're disrespecting I, a lot of people right now. Yeah,
2: I'm very it. sorry, but if if you if sorry. I taste an olive in a dish, I'm I'm not gonna eat the entire dish. You're
1: disrespecting a lot of Italians and a lot of Puerto Ricans right now.
2: I'm, I'm yeah, very sorry. Okay. I feel like olives aren't necessary. Olive yeah. oil. I can rock Olive with. oil is you know? necessary. But if you
1: remove olives, there's no olive oil. Just want you to know that.
2: I mean, we can find alternatives. They got alternatives for anything. They got
0: avocado oil. Yeah, exactly.
2: We can go without the olives.
0: Honestly, I'm, I'm half Puerto Rican and I respect it. I hate, hate when my mom makes rice and there's, uh, and there's olives in it. Like, don't do that to me. Please, yep. no. I don't Puerto
1: want Rico, if you're listening,
2: sorry.
0: Puerto Rico,
2: yeah, if like, you <laughs> my mom, my, 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 my grandma my grandmother and like, I don't think she to listen, but I love you. Wella. Um but <laughs> she used to throw it, throw, um, olives in her empanadas. And, oh, no, and anytime, finished. and, and I used to I eat it, no, like, it, like, okay, like, th- th- like, like, there's going to be an olive in there at some point, And I got to like brace myself because what I want, I want to see it before I taste it, but if I <laughs> yep. taste it, I'm not going to yep. eat the entire empanada.
1: I and never of course it.
2: I I'll wow. think it's safe. And then the minute my tongue hits the, the, the tip of the olive, I don't, I don't want it. I'm good. No, like, honestly, I've never learned on something
0: more in my life. That is literally the worst thing. When you get an, wow. and an olive in there. I'm like, don't nope. do that to me. That's just not nope. what I wanted. I didn't sign it's up not for necessary.
2: this. It's necessary. You don't
0: need it. It's just not necessary. Like, what, is, what does an olive do for a dish anyways?
2: Nothing. Because it's Absolutely not like eating nothing.
0: the rest of the dish and going, oh, I taste that you added olive in here. Like, it's not like garlic or anything like that. Like, it doesn't Jeez. do anything. Yeah,
2: like, Like, nobody ever asks, where's the olives? Like, you forgot the olives. No, like, because nobody remembers that. I
0: respect that. Yeah. Olives got to go. That's crazy.
1: I'm just staying quiet back here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is the last one, and I'm very interested to know what it is you say. What is the world's best invention so far?
2: Ooh. I got to say the iPhone. Oh, the iPhone. Just because, yeah, just because it's like, it can do so much like that's what I realized the other day I was thinking about it and I was in the new phone came out and I saw the price tag and I'm just like why are these things so expensive but yet I think about it like man I rely on my phone for so much first like so much of my life is revolved around my phone not saying that I'm obsessed with it but it's an alarm it's a timer, I write notes in it I read my Bible through it I um, make calls connect with people through it it's so much you can do so I would say like I mean definitely the iPhone if you're Android very sorry but iPhone's yeah. got to be one of the one of the best inventions.
0: All right. I respect it. There you go. Mm-hmm. I think someone said toilet paper before.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Someone> <laughs> not not a bad toothbrush. answer either.
0: Actually, someone else said toothbrush. So it's like we're mm. staying very hygienic and Re- Yeah, very technology. hygienic. I respect so, it. I mean, it is. Yeah. How about
2: this? I can order a toothbrush through, using my iPhone on Amazon. And toilet
0: paper.
2: <laughs> and, toilet paper. and toilet go. paper.
0: Well, there it is. That was rapid fire. Um, so transitioning now to why the people come to this podcast, right? The behind the scenes, John, there's a lot that you do. There's a lot that you dabble in, a lot of things that you're interested in. And so why don't you go ahead and tell us maybe the different career paths that you are already on or working towards?
2: Yeah. I mean, so right now I'm working in healthcare. Um, I work for this, um, you know, great company, kind of like a um, c- kind of assist people with navigating through health insurance. Um you know, kind of defining things in health insurance that um, that people usually aren't familiar with. Um, I, w- I for sure wasn't familiar with before I started working for them. So it's okay. cool to be able to explain something that's so essential, um, especially when you're picking through benefits. If you ever been thrown a benefit package um, and you see med- health insurance, usually you have no clue what you're picking. And it's such okay. an important decision because it's always, it's always about the what if, and usually when the what if happens, You realize, man, I probably should have picked a better plan. Um, so that's something that we get to do, which is a really good, really cool um privilege. I've worked in um in on the other side of healthcare, um in the clinical side, working with doctors, um working with directly with patients, and now I kind of just um work with we call members um on the phones and and from home. So which is really great. Cool. So you work from home. Yeah, yeah, which is great. So you're you're looking at my office slash room. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay. I respect it. I respect it. So you do that, that's like the major income that you have, but you have a second job, right?
2: Yes, yes. I uh I'm a social media coordinator for a um a basketball um podcasting um company called Purehost Media. Shout out to okay. those guys and um and so basically just um you know, just post post up when the podcasts are available, um try and and um post about the crazy news that comes out of the NBA. I mean, if you follow the NBA, um, the news doesn't stop. And so like you yeah. like that's literally like a full-time job, which is something I can't do at the moment. Um, I'd love to, but I can't. Um, so that's um that's one of the things I do on the side is um I'll, I'll run their social media accounts, um which involves kind of like being in touch with the basketball world and at the same time um keep keeping updated with the new content that they're putting on a daily basis. Do you create the media or you just post? Oh, I just post.
0: okay. I wish okay. I
2: wish, I wish I was that gifted.
0: <laughs> um and how consistently do you post?
2: Uh pretty maybe like five times a week, five, six times okay. a week. So it's not so not a bad thing. Almost
0: like once a day.
2: Yeah, yeah, pretty much.
0: Okay. Cool. And then aside from that, because I feel like you're being modest, he's not really telling us everything. <laughs> aside from that, you have your own podcast. Yes. Okay, what's uh,
2: that called? It's kind of been on a little bit of a hiatus recently, but um but it's All a right, book of one podcast. Um similar to this where we have no format, there's no genre that we can fit in. Um, but it's just a cool it's just a podcast where we uh you know if it's a cool subject that pops up and i think it will be a cool topic then we just we'll talk about it and stuff so working on a um working on come comeback soon had to fix some issues here Alyssa is very well aware because we literally had a whole episode recorded and we could not post it out so yeah. i forgot about it but we just the situation just has hasn't um hasn't happened yet where that could happen but it will happen soon
0: hey these things happen and like we just told you it's it's great that it happened with me because I can understand it now because mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing a podcast now, so I understand the technical difficulties, the being recording a whole podcast and then not being able to keep it. That's happened to us before. Um, we won't talk about that, but that has happened to <laughs> us. Um, and so, yeah, uh, I could completely understand. Aside from that, though, John, there is more. There's so much more. You um, <laughs> went to school for ministry. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of did some stuff in that. So why don't you explain that for us? I don't want to talk for you. So you tell us yeah. kind of what you did with that.
2: Yeah. So I, I'm a, uh, I'm a graduate. I'm a uh, alumni of Naya college I graduated mm-hmm. back in 2016. I'm aging myself um, for those listening. <laughs> huh. um, and, um, and I studied uh, pastoral ministry with a minor in Bible. Um, so, um, so I, I uh, spent four years there. I'm great. Four years. I'm in a pile of student, le- student debt because of it, but aren't we all? <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah so so I, I studied ministry in college um, met some amazing people there and then had some time um, you know was able to put that into practice at, uh, at Radiant Church um, which is which is shout still still home yeah yep. shout out to them so I'm still still my New York home and um, and was able to um, to lead lead Way NYC for a while which is crazy because we got literally three former well three former slash current Way NYC leaders in, the, in this room what's and, up what's um, up. Yeah. And, so, and, um, and so I uh, got the privilege to lead them for just a little while and then got to, uh, launch the collective young adults ministry, which is really cool. So, um, uh, right before whoa. COVID hit where it just hit me, yeah. John used to lead yeah. yeah.
0: John left, then I led WayNYC. Yeah. I left and now Marvin and his wife, <laughs> Andrew Castillo, crazy. I got yeah. the name, yep. is leading WayNYC. Isn't wow. that crazy? It Full circle, if you will, if that's even apl- applicable here. But that just yeah. hit me, like in the midst of you talking. Uh, wow. Don't worry, Last week we talked about how I have a little bit of ADHD, so like something will just hit me and <laughs> I was I like, boom,
1: boom, boom.
0: Yeah, but it just kind of hit me because you said that you led Way NYC. You didn't leave New York City, but you left the ministry and did uh, Collective, which is the young adult ministry. And then yeah. I took over Way NYC, which was the youth ministry. And then I mm-hmm. left New York City now in Haverhill, Massachusetts. And Marvin and Anja are now leading Wayne West. That's that just—that's
2: wow. crazy. That is crazy. You got th- you got three states represented here. It's nuts. <laughs>
0: That's really crazy. Wow. Okay. So I'm sorry, John. Go back to what you were saying. I just <laughs> needed to point that out because that that hit me.
2: Yeah. No. No. So I was able to launch um, the Collective Young Adults Ministry um, mm-hmm. at Ar- at Radiant, Ar- 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 and it was cool. Um, c- cool community of of young adults, um, and uh, we got to do that for a little while. A pandemic kind of hit us right when we got right when we got rolling and um and so we had to kind of um you know pivot as everyone as everyone else had to and um and did a lot of stuff via zoom got to meet um like kind of like right before i made the move to florida and stuff so that was definitely a cool experience for a little bit
0: oh no and before you left to well let's rewind uh, Mm because we didn't really talk about that so you are a new york city native
2: yep new york Um, and nowhere baby
0: New York or nowhere, but you live in
2: Florida. Yeah, exactly. We won't talk about that part.
0: (laughs) So New York or Florida, pretty (laughs) much New York or nowhere. But um, you live in Florida now, Lakeland, Florida, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you transitioned from ministry uh, Mm -hmm. working at another health care type thing, right? That's what you were doing before. So Mm -hmm. what was that like, that transition to go from, you know, leading a ministry to now? Are you leading any ministry where you're at currently?
2: Uh no, not at the moment. It's kind of like uh what I like to call an, an off season. Um, okay, yeah. But um, uh, but but I do attend uh Grace City Church out here in Lakeland, and shout it's been cool. Them. Yeah, shout out to them. They uh, it's been it's been a cool um, co- cool experience just meeting new people. Um, mm-hmm. you know, meeting people from different backgrounds, different states. Obviously, you know, it's like it's crazy because you you know when the New Yorker walks in the room, <laughs> I didn't realize how how much people from New York stand out until I came here like from the way we dress, from the way we speak. Apparently um, yeah. Apparently, there's an, there's an accent I'm not familiar with, but apparently I, New York, ha- New Yorkers have an accent. Um, I've been told the same thing, fact. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so it's been cool to attend there and kind of meet people from different backgrounds and stuff. And, um, and so, yeah, so it kind of, um, the transition kind of happened when I wasn't expecting it. Um, mm-hmm. We, um, you know, I felt the kind of pull to make myself uncomfortable a bit. And I didn't really understand that until a few months later and, um, I kind of felt the tug to move somewhere different, which is crazy. Cause I've always been like, I'm going to do it in New York. I'm going to stay in New York. i like, like and you could have asked anyone. I don't think anyone was expecting a move to Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when that came, I was like, you know what? I was like, I want to be obedient to that tug, um, obedient to that pull. And, um, and Lakeland was kind of present the easiest opportunity where, where I wasn't by myself. I, I roomed, I moved in with, um, three other roommates that I was familiar with one one i knew for so for so long um uh, one of them has been i've been friends friends with for like about 10 plus years another one um i've i've i knew when i came to visit lakeland for a little while and um and yeah so it kind of was a situation where i wasn't by myself but at the same time it was it was a complete unknown
0: yeah that's awesome that's awesome so with moving comes like fresh beginnings new starts you're able to do things that maybe you didn't feel the liberty to do before. So I guess my question to you is having so many things that you're interested in, so many things that you dabble in out of all of those, which I, which would be the one that you would say is like the main one that you want to do, if that makes sense.
2: I, th- I think if I were to pick one, I feel like ministry is definitely the number one thing I want to do. Um, mm-hmm. Be, just, just, just because it's it's a it's a passion I feel. Um, you know, my love for people has never gone away. Um, my desire to um, to reach out to them and to um, and to re- and to really um, to really share God's love in that way of serving people and um, being able to speak over people and speak to people um, that hasn't gone away. Um, yeah. So, so if I were to pick one, that definitely would be um, number number one. Um, obviously, I'm in a bit of an off season when it comes to that. Um, yeah. which i've definitely appreciated but um but it's been a lot it's been a definitely a season of growth for me and mm-hmm. one where um where new disciplines have been have been being formed
0: got it so that being said then how is it from going to leading a ministry being a part of a church where you were a leader to now i guess just being an attendee if you will being a yeah you know just a, a volunteer if that if you're that's what you're doing right now
2: yeah. So, so, so it's, it's been, it, it definitely was a little bit of a transition because it's like, you know, I come in with the mindset like, Hey, like here's, here's my resume and here's what I've done in the past. But at the same time, I'm, I don't want to flaunt that and, and act as if, you know, I've, I've, I've earned this spot already. Yeah. Um, so I, so, so I came in really, you know, it was definitely a really seamless transition where, you know, I was able to meet one of the pastors and um, we were able to talk and just kind of get to know each other and um, talk about, you know, Future ministry aspirations, but not definitely not not trying to jump in right away. I definitely wanted to enjoy this time of rest. Um, so it's been really just kind of humbling myself to understand and humbling myself to realize that um, the hey, like it's it's kind of starting from the bottom again, and yeah. not the bottom to say that like volunteers or, or anything like that or just church goers are at the bottom, but it's just really in terms of ministry um, being able to see things um, from the out from the inside out now. Um, rather than looking from the outside in so kind of seeing things that attendee how the church culture works it's definitely a it was definitely a big culture shock from what i was used to
0: yeah um yeah.
2: and still and still continue to see that and see hey um how can i continue to find ways to contribute to this when when that time comes
0: cool mm-hmm. cool i definitely can relate
2: yeah
1: i have a question actually um just taking it back and realizing that you do so many things that you have your hands in so many things um i guess even it's two questions I would say especially for those listeners who also have their hands on a lot of things and they're doing a lot of different things mm-hmm. maybe you know they even maybe there's something they want to do but yeah they're doing a bunch of things or maybe they're okay with doing a bit of different things I would say the first question is um, I guess it would be more of what in a, in the midst of doing all these different things have you ever sort of kind of been afraid that this is sort of where it was going to be at. You would just go always do a whole bunch of different things. And that's just what it's going to look like for you. Um, and then the second question would be in the midst of doing all these things, where did it come to when it came to your faith? It's like, God, it. are you I'm, like, obviously so many doors is open, though I'm doing so many things, which is the one that you have for me. Is it going to be something that is not in ministry or is this, even though that's, been there or is it going to be something doing like how has it been where you're like okay this is what i'm gonna do or kind of like your daily mindset when it comes to doing all this because i'm sure there's a lot of listeners out there that also deal with that and can maybe fear like i guess this is it or i guess God's is gonna have me doing all these things or maybe you know i'm just gonna do one and then forget other you know the rest
2: yeah i i think for me um what what gets what gets me through is understanding that this is only I while while I enjoy a lot of the stuff things that I do, um, it's only for a season where where I'm gonna be kind of having my hands in all of these things because, you know, ultimately like usually like when you're dabbling in a whole bunch whole bunch of things, there's one thing that stands out to you. And it's one thing to where one thing where you give up the rest of what you do, you know, to pursue that one thing. And for me that's for, for me that's ministry. Um ministry is something where, you know, if, you know, once the opportunity presented itself, um, that I'd give everything else up for, um, to pursue that to, to pursue that one goal, um, that one dream, which is where I feel like God is shifting me towards. Um, but it's been a season where, all right, I'm just gonna kind of, you know, do my thing and, you know, continue to excel in all these different areas until that opportunity presents myself. And at the same time, you know, yeah, yeah, it's kind of an off season when it comes to like doing ministry as a fu- as a full time thing, or as or as or as my number one priority. Mm-hmm. Um, but I what I realized too is that in this season, and um, what I've what I've learned about myself is how disciplined I could really be to the point where where even like even my focus on that hasn't shifted because I can say that like my my devotion time like which is important you know especially when it comes you know obviously when it comes to being a Christian um, definitely important when it comes to being in ministry um, is the best it's ever been and um and even even from my from when i was doing ministry as my main priority um it wasn't as as disciplined i wasn't as consistent as i am now um so it's definitely something where where you know i've continued to not only develop as a as a christian and grow as a christian but better prepare myself for when that opportunity presents itself to give everything else up and pursue this one thing i'm ready i'm ready when that day comes
0: Mm,
1: Dope.
0: i guess uh a follow-up question to that is this. So you said, um, usually right? Like when you find this thing, you focus on that thing and you kind of give up all these other things. But mm-hmm. I think of, and I mean, obviously they're on a crazy other level, but I think of like basketball players or things like that, right? Do you think that ministry, and I hate to use the word platform, right? But this platform of ministry, right? That being your number one thing can open up opportunities for you to dabble in other things still pointing back to the main thing so what i mean by that is like you see a basketball player they're playing basketball that's definitely their main thing that's their first priority but they're able to dabble and say something like a clothing line or something like you know a health thing which the basketball has given them the platform to do those things and so they're able to find revenue in other areas or you know influence people in a different area all because of one platform do you think that that is a possibility with ministry
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I feel like, um, I feel, I feel like already, like it's, it's weird. I feel like I can like in, 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 while in ministry, you know, there's opportunities that, that definitely present itself and even, um, and even ways to connect kind of what, what my other passions are with, with ministry. So, so in the sense of like, let's say if, you know, the podcast and thing, obviously I, I feel like that's something that may, that may stay, you know, throughout, mm-hmm. you know, throughout mm-hmm. wherever life goes, you know, that probably will stay consistent there. Um, you know, I can have opportunities to kind of invite guests on, and um, and we could have a conversation on faith when, where usually they won't have that, um, but obviously they know who I am, they know what I stand for, they know what it is I do, um, so we can have that conversation if if that opportunity presents itself. So I definitely do think that it'll open up other opportunities, um, and something I'm open to as well. I feel like, especially being in New York, um, you're used to doing so many things. At, at, at such a fast pace and such a limited amount of time that has kind of taught you to kind of dabble in other things. And so definitely I do feel like that, um, that ministry will present that opportunity at one point.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Um, I'll say this, what would be your advice to maybe someone who has their hands in multiple things right now in regards to maybe learning how to manage those things? Learning how to still make time for maybe hobbies or resting, like, what does that look like for you? And then how can other people make that practical for themselves?
2: Yes. Yeah, so, 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 be as disciplined as you can. I, I, th- I think, um, I think that's what that this season, has taught me is, um, is really prioritizing, um, what I'm disciplined at, um, in in terms of like creating a schedule and and even um, one book that has like, has made my year was um, was Atomic Habits. And um, it's just where it's a book where um, really practical advice on developing on developing good habits on um, on on even developing um, making tiny actions towards this one big goal, but understanding hey those tiny actions do matter. Um, I think it's creating that schedule, creating disciplines, and creating say hey like this time I'm going to do this, and and nothing can interfere with that time. Um, I, you have to be devoted to keeping that schedule and keeping that. Keeping that discipline, because if not, if, if 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 you're not able to keep your schedule, then nobody else will.
0: That's that's good. Wow, look at this. Pastor John already preaching. I don't. Yeah, care.
2: that's good stuff right there.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Um,
1: I, I was actually thinking, right? You you do all these things, um, which is great, and obviously, you know, like even the answer you just gave, it just like you know, it, it's it's obvious that you you are able to do all these things. Um, And I guess uh, for those listening, right, like, what do you do, right? Because you have so many things and you're doing so many things. What do you do to kind of balance that? Like, what are you doing your time off? What do you do to, for your time? Um, you know, how do you keep yourself where that you don't feel burned out or it doesn't feel repetitive?
0: Mm,
2: Yeah. So, so I definitely like incorporate rest um that's been a big big thing for me especially being i mean being here in florida there's not as much especially in lakeland there's not as much to do um as there is in new york so definitely like it's mm-hmm. presented more opportunities for rest, um more opportunities to kind of slow down and um and that's what's helped me too and and the mornings have been big for me where it's like i wake up at least i'll try to wake up at a, at a disciplined time at a certain time and um make my coffee and um, kind of just tone down before the day starts, um, before, you know, the calls come in, before the madness begins, kind of make sure I t- I'm intentional about taking that time um, to really kind of slow it down and um, to, to, you know, whether it's my devotion time, whether it's just picking up a book and reading, whether it's going on a run, really taking that time to, before my work day, so that way I'm not kind of waking up, especially working from home, I feel like you can do that so easily, literally just roll over and go to work. Um, but I, but I make, I'm intentional about creating that time um, you know, for for rest and taking taking that time for reflection as well.
0: I think that's that's interesting that you said um, rest and then you said you go for a run. Um, Because (laughs) I think that rest is like a word that's really thrown around in Christian circles, like make time for rest, make time for rest. And then I don't think that we actually learn what that practically looks like. And I think a lot of people think that just means like lay on the couch, veg out, watch TV. But I remember talking to um, when I was in uh, Bible school, talking to my youth professor and her kind of saying rest looks different for other people. And sometimes rest isn't watching TV because that's not actually what energizes you. And so mm-hmm. for some people, what energizes them is going to play their favorite sport or, you know, going to the boxing gym or, you know, whatever that may look like. And so I thought that, that was interesting that you mentioned rest and then mentioned something that's super active and where other people <laughs> might be like, that is not rest for me, I do not want to do that. But rest looks different for different mm-hmm. people. And so I thought that that was awesome that you mentioned that. And I think that helps uh, listeners, I was gonna say viewers for some reason, but listeners <laughs> to practically apply that in their own lives, whatever gives them energy, whatever makes them feel, mm-hmm. you know, full and happy and, you know, gives them the opportunity, whether that's being around people or, you know, like doing their own thing. I just think everyone rest or rejuvenates in a different way. And so I like that you mm-hmm. incorporated that.
1: That's yeah. good.
2: Yeah, definitely kind of just find your niche kind of find find your uh find your rhythm find your routine of what what rest looks like and then just make time for that you know i feel like that's so important i i i feel like i i, I for a long time i believed in you know in hustling and and you know if you had a, if you had available time make sure you fill that and do something mm-hmm. um and do something there because now you're just wasting time uh, but i realize how important i especially in this season um, where it's been primarily rest um is making time out to really be intentional about resting, whether whether that's um, picking up a book, whether that's going out, going to a coffee shop, whether that's you know going for a run. If that's what you want to do, vegging out on Netflix, whatever you, whatever it is, like you and en- you enjoy doing, and I mean that puts you at ease. You know, definitely make time for that and be intentional about creating yeah. time for that.
0: Awesome. I would say this kind of to uh, wrap up our time together, if you will. What I, I feel like you touched on this a bit. Um, but I would love to like, ask the question and allow you to phrase it in a full way. How do you think moving from a place like New York city to a place like Lakeland, Florida has maybe either helped you grow, change your perspective on things when it comes to specifically the career path that you want to be on and the way that you see yourself, you know, living life in the future.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny cause some, because I've heard from people and um, Alyssa, I'm sure you're familiar with this where, where. They've said, move, move, move out of your hometown and watch how quick it grows you. And obviously I'm, misqu- I'm misquoting, but I've, I've heard that quote said a numerous amount of times, a different yeah. amount of ways. And, um, and I learned that literally like the first week I moved to where all of a sudden um, my priorities changed and, um, yeah. and all of a sudden I grew up, I, had, I was forced to grow up very quickly and kind of see life a little differently now where I really felt like obviously in new york i was living with my parents and uh, i was living with them and there's nothing wrong with that Uh, but i felt like for me personally there was a ceiling that i couldn't get past while living with them you know there was only so much i could grow while being there and i felt that me leaving you know leaving everything i knew completely leaving everything i knew where like i literally literally like a plane ride away um raised the ceiling now to where yeah. now there was more lo- more ways I had to grow now more it kind of forced me in to grow in areas that I had I had looked over um, so many times you know because I was comfortable and um, and it, so it forced me to be uncomfortable it forced forced me to um, to really prioritize my health and hey if I can't take care of myself then no one no one, no one will now because I, I'm on my own and um, and so it really forced me to grow and I would say that you know looking back at it, it's about to be a year now which is crazy. Um, you know, I don't regret it looking look, 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 looking back at it because it definitely, yeah. you know, it forced me to grow in the quickest amount of time. That's awesome. So so for so long, I mean, you know, speaking on the ministry thing, I always thought that God called me to New York City. And mm-hmm. that, was, that was a belief I lived on for so long. Um, so when I felt the tug to move, I didn't understand because I really believed that I was called to do ministry in New York City. and um and while i would love for that opportunity to present itself in the future just because that's home um move and help me realize no like you're called to wherever it is wherever it is i place you to serve people as a whole and so wherever city you end up in you know wherever place you find yourself in you know you're still you still can walk in the call of god and that's serving serving my people you know wherever it is you find yourself in so that's definitely a lesson that i've learned when it comes to ministry um and now it's kind of you know, it, it's definitely. Um, I wow, I love to return to New York City. It's, I'm not limited to that now. To now, hey God, wherever you want to place me now, you know, I'm I'm preparing myself for for that opportunity whenever when, whenever it is um, you're going to present it, and um and I'm not going to be with the mindset that hey, I'm only called to this specific city, but I'm called to wherever wherever it is that you place me. I'm going to give 100% wherever it is you place me. That's good stuff.
0: That's good. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, yeah, and to echo what you said, I think I saw a post the other day that said, um, or a while back, it said, uh, moving out of your hometown in your 20s is the best life hack there is. Um, and obviously, you know, to each their own. It has made me personally, as well as you, John, like you were saying, grow tremendously. Like, I don't think half of the things that I would have done while I'm here, I would have done if I was still back home in New York City. And I think also, too, like, it just makes you a lot more self-aware because you can't hide behind comfortability anymore. You're like literally forced to be uncomfortable and kind of figure those things out. So I definitely uh, understand that. And I mean, like I said, like some people they're just called to stay in their hometown. There's people who literally grew up there and they stay there for the rest of their lives and they do amazing things. Some people are called to go elsewhere. So it's really cool. And I think me and you are opposite in the sense of like, you love New York City and it was so like, whoa, that you left and I couldn't stand it. Like I was ready (laughs) to go. Like. If Jesus would have told me a month sooner, two months, three months, I would have been gone. Like, there was no stopping me. But I, the craziest thing about it is, first time I'm saying this on a public platform, at least. I think moving away, I could maybe see myself going back to New York.
2: Oh, yeah. What, that, what?
0: That's insane to me. Huh, yeah. Wow. Have, if you would have asked me that, so wow. I mean, Marvin knows. Yeah,
1: yeah I'm wow. I'm
0: sorry. If you would have asked me that a long, like six months ago, I'd have been like, heck no get me out of here. I never want to come back. Um, but I think that like being on my own and growing so much, I have an appreciation for it and more so the people and more so like, just like those around me and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's 100% going to happen. I don't know, but I think for the first time ever, I can see it as a possibility.
2: Yeah. Hey, distance makes the heart grow fonder. That's that 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 that's how go. that's 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 how I feel honestly. Like, I mean, I already love New York City, but like now, like, is is like it's to the point where it's like I fly to I fly to LaGuardia on purpose to make huh. sure I can see that skyline. Um, you know, just because like it made me love everything about the city even more. You know, even the, even the cons of the city made me love that even more. Um, and I, and I, and I can say that it's definitely like made me take pride in when, where people ask where I'm from. I'm definitely more than happy to let you know that I'm from New York City. You know, just because of everything that I've learned from the city, everything the city has taught me, and um, and how much more I love the city, not being away from it.
0: I love that. I just don't yeah. agree that you get to say New York City or nowhere, because...
2: Nowhere.
0: <laughs> but I mean, I love, I love your diehard love for New York City. I just, I can't get behind the statement because <laughs> you literally are somewhere else.
2: It's a, it's a running joke that the minute you step in my room, is you're back in New York. You huh. leave Florida. The minute you step step inside, but uh, but yeah, no, it, it's just like it's one of those things. Like like I'll I'll rep New York City till I die, even if I don't, if, even if I end up in another city. I was like, it'll it, it'll always be uh it it'll always be New York or nowhere and stuff. So that that, that quote kind of stuck with me from that uh from from that um company. I forgot it's what that like, called. like. Uh, it's like you can't take you
1: could take the boy
2: out the city, where you can't take the city out the boy. Yeah, you can't take yeah. the city out the boy.
0: There you go. That's awesome, John. We could literally sit here all day and have tons of questions, especially because you dabble in so many different things. But we promised the people that we would not keep them there, here for hours. Uh, we want to you know, allow them to have an opportunity to listen to it and have the time to do it. So maybe we'll have you back for a part two. That'd be amazing. We kind of can get mm-hmm. some more behind the scenes of uh, different things that you do. But I wanted to thank you so much for jumping on and being so willing, like I said in the beginning, We didn't give you no format, no plan. (laughs) We just said, John, you want to jump in the podcast? You said, yes, no questions asked. And you were even early in the room. He was cooking his dinner while the thing was (laughs) on half an hour beforehand. And he was like, hey, I'm ready. I'm just not going to be on the screen right now because I'm eating real quick or making food real quick. And then whenever 7 o'clock hit and he was on the screen ready to go. (laughs) So prompt guy, he was doing his thing. John, I'm going to hit you with one last question on the spot. Tell the people. Maybe they're listening for the first time today. Maybe this is the only snippet they'll get. Why should they listen to this podcast?
2: I mean, you got two incredible hosts, uh, two Aww. people that I love dearly. And um, and, and and both, you know, I, f- I feel like with both of you guys, you know, you can meet a stranger and have a full conversation. And at the end of the day, the stranger will want to speak with you guys again. And I feel like, you know, jumping on uh, listening to this podcast, you know, you'll be able to speak from two of the, two of the best people I know. And, um, and it'll feel like you're having a stranger with a conversation. You'll, it'll feel like you're having a conversation with a stranger at first, but then the next episode, it's like, you guys are best our best friends. So definitely check out clueless. They're doing a phenomenal job, and I'm so proud um, to be on it, and I'm so proud of, of what you guys are doing. And again, shout out to the people in Nigeria. It's crazy. All All out, to you know, how how Nigeria. John, wow, thank you
1: so much. I just got to compliment
0: out of that. Yeah. yeah, that was amazing. Thank you so much. Well, that being said, guys, this was episode seven. We had a great time. John, give them your Instagram maybe and then uh, throw your podcast again and where they can find
2: Yes. So, so my Instagram is underscore John Vasquez. Um, that's J-O-N-V-A-S-Q-U-E-Z. Um, there's multiple ways you could spell that. those two names. Um, okay. And um, the podcast is the Book of Juan podcast, um, which will be making its return soon. I've been saying that for so long, but it definitely will be coming soon um, once we get the situation excited. figured out um I'm so to. i'm excited to jump back on it and i'll definitely have you guys on ha- have you guys both on it at, at at some point once we're back up and rolling sounds good
0: awesome i'm excited i'm excited well that being said guys episode seven that was john vasquez john thank you so much for being on uh shout out to the people in nigeria shout, shout out. out to the people in Germany. we love you guys shout spread in love you guys. Shout out. you guys are amazing you guys are the people Um, And like I said, hey, at 100 followers on Instagram, we're doing a giveaway. Uh, It's going to be substantial and it's going to be good. So make sure you're telling everyone you know to share, follow, like, hit us up, uh, engage with us on Instagram, you know, whether that's through the stories or through the post, Um, go ahead, go like every photo if you haven't already, go share it with three people. Matter of fact, go share with five people and uh, we will see you next week at episode eight. So we love you guys and peace out. Peace.